never thought we'd be back here again. The old podcast in studio. Yes, but... this place where we record <laughs> a podcast. But oh, it boy. was too important to not get together and talk about Hawkeye, the new series from Marvel that came out. Uh, well, I shouldn't say came out. Is coming out currently, because unlike Loki, where things didn't line up, I think this one we can actually maybe do a kind of like weekly summary. Yeah, it won't be that many weeks. The show's not going to be that long. There, There's that. Also, Loki came out when I was in a job that was like making me suffer. <laughs> and I just <laughs> yeah. couldn't do it. I just couldn't Fair. do it. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're here to talk about Hawkeye. Um, so here's the thing, <laughs> is that if you had told me that Hawkeye would be more like fun or interesting than uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, I probably would have agreed with you back then, but I really agree now because yeah. this... We're two episodes in. Uh, it came out last week, November 24th, on uh, Disney+. And they released two episodes right from the get-go, which makes sense in the way that they kind of work. Uh, they're kind of... Um, it's almost like one long episode cut in two, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we should just... Uh, I guess, like, first of all, do you care about Hawkeye? Because I don't think anybody really cares about Hawkeye. <laughs> So, before this. Okay. So like before the the MCU movies, like I did I in my comics reading childhood, I did come to appreciate Hawkeye as the guy who tells Captain America when he's being dumb. Like that was that was classically Hawkeye's position in Marvel comics. Like <laughs> almost like a straight man of sorts. He, he was the guy who was willing to be the asshole. Sure, yeah. Or, or sometimes willing to commit crimes to convince Captain America he needs to be a superhero. You know, whatever yeah, needs to get done. Like, he's always kind of been an outsider in uh, yeah. in the group, just in general. But but oh. um, in 2012, Matt Fraction did a run on Hawkeye, which is really what this show is taking a lot of stuff from. That's just right. fucking great. And it's it's the one that paired up uh, Clint Barton with uh, Kate Bishop, who was another right. character I already loved from Young Avengers, um, and it, that's the 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 comic that like had them doing adventures together, introduced a bunch of elements like Lucky the Pizza Dog and the tracksuit Draculas. Sure, and I mean just straight up, it's the same font from that and everything. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very much that. Yeah, and that uh, I, that run is great. I never read it uh, because I don't care about Hawkeye, and I never have. I do like yeah. uh, I've liked Kate Bishop in some of the um, side things that I because I've never just like read Hawkeye, right? So I don't like yeah. know her mm-hmm. intimately. Um, although in I Young mean, Avengers, so Young Avengers is like these the stupidest boys in the world who have superpowers and are Avengers yeah. fans. And then Kate Bishop shows up and she's just the best. She's just like <clears throat> in that comic, she's just incredibly confident and self-assured. And it's so refreshing in that book where she sure. just shows up and she's awesome. 
so i just love her sure um but again it's a very different dynamic in uh in the comics from what we're getting in the show but (coughs) excuse me i just swallowed some bad water no i swallowed water poorly i didn't swallow water that was bad (laughs) there's a difference um yeah no uh so jumping right into the show that's kind of what we're all coming to this for obviously nobody gives a shit about hawkeye i will say i I like jeremy renner uh as hawkeye enough i'll say yeah jeremy renner just kind of plays good uh white guy that does action things in everything he's ever in and that's kind of what hawkeye is so he's been fine um right out like right from the get-go it's kind of fun to see him happy the times we've seen hawkeye in the MCU in the last like five years have all been bad. Yeah. He's been uh-huh. really not having a good time. So the fact that like he's talking with his family and having fun with his kids, it's really nice to see that Jeremy Renner Hawkeye where he's smiling and like normal <laughs> and mm-hmm. not just like, I mean, we'll get to it, but not a uh, Ronin. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. He went, he had a time. Yeah. He had a time. And um, I really, I really like Haley uh, Steinfeld a lot. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that casting to me is perfect for Kate Bishop. And I, I don't have a strong connection with Kate Bishop from any other thing. So I like her a lot. I could like. There's always this thing where turbo fans of something will be like, "This is the best version of it." So this version sucks, and I hate her. Mm-hmm. And like. That's not me because I don't yeah. have that connection with any version. So this one's fine to me. Uh-huh. Yeah, this version is different, but I I I really like it. So no complaints. Yeah. I get why they make her more of like she's way more of like a a novice character uh, than yeah. Kate Bishop kind of ever is in the comics, and it's like because this this of where this Hawkeye is coming from compared to the the other one and stuff like. You just sure. those dynamics have sort of shifted around because Jeremy Brenner ha- kind of has his shit together more than Hawkeye did in that Hawkeye run. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Like, cause he has, you know, he has a family and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, that the, the comic character did not have. I think more importantly too, the, just from like a production standpoint, we, the audience have seen more totally. of his character grow. Totally. So, like, we have that connection. We don't yeah, need yeah. that connection with mm-hmm. Hawkeye anymore at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now he's the mentor role essentially, and uh, they they kind of they kind of don't do anything with it yet. Uh, we're only two episodes in, um, mm-hmm. but the seeds are definitely definitely there. Uh, so I guess just starting right from the beginning, I thought it was kind of interesting. <laughs> like right when it said like 2012 or whatever, I was like, oh, they're going back to this, huh? <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> so 2012 will always be two things to me it will be the year the world is supposed to end and that movie came out <laughs> and um and it'll be the battle of new york in the avengers <laughs> that's what 2012 it will mean forever because they reference it in fucking everything in the mcu because it was the big event it was the first big event and it makes sense that they would. That's the type, like, yeah. 
I really don't want to like bring this in, but like we always talk about 9/11 because it was a huge, ter- like tragic yeah. event. Whereas, like, of course, in this universe, 2012 would be the year everybody remembers and the thing that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, it is also could- like interesting, like the the Hawkeye run this is referencing is new enough that like the first page of that is like a drawing of that shot of Hawkeye shooting an arrow up from the movie. Like, oh yeah, it, it's it's in it's informed. It's like this is this is that character from that big movie, but like what he does when he's not with the Avengers, when he's just being a normal dude. That it's is like, pretty it's like interesting. The There's man, these have been going on for a long time. The MCU. Yep. <laughs> oh my god, I was a different. I was a completely different person. <laughs> <laughs> Even like it was weird. That's weird to think about. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I was still podcasting at that time. <laughs> Some things don't change, I guess. Uh, okay. So they go to the Battle of New York, and like right away, I was just kind of like, "Oh, they're gonna start with Kate Bishop's origin. Like that—that mm-hmm. that has to be what this is. Yeah. Why else would this be in here?" And yeah, sure enough, there's a. Uh, a like baby Kate Bishop (laughs) running around and uh, while trying to listen to her parents fighting or something. Yeah. I don't really know what they're fighting about. I can't remember because it seems like so unimportant, especially after everything that happens, but fighting about money. Yeah. Which is weird because they're rich. Yeah. Well, it's, and it's like some, it seems like, her dad has some like investment or something that's like might pay off, but her mom's oh like, yeah like mad about it. Sure, he's like he's like it'll be fine. Yeah, and Vera Farmiga is not having it. And like she makes a sound which kind of breaks the fight up and has the dad talk to her. the whole beginning is really just kind of laying the seeds of what her relationship is with these people, and she obviously is very very close to the father. And uh, a little not so like she doesn't hate her mom, but like definitely they don't have that same bond or whatever, which is, of course, how you know right away that the dad's going to die because (laughs) (laughs) that's what always happens. (laughs) Uh, And yeah, the Battle of New York basically just happens um, and the dad dies. And it's tragic and sad, but more importantly, uh, Kate sees this Hawkeye doing some cool Hawkeye shit from the Avengers movie in the uh-huh. distance. And is yeah. like, I want to be like that one day. Get me a bow, Ma. And she does. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah, this is, they, they're playing up more. Like this Kate Bishop is way more uh, hot. Hawkeye fangirl than uh, Kate Bishop is in the comics, but I like that actually because I do too. It um the whole premise of Young Avengers was that those characters were Avengers fan fanboys, which, and they haven't made good on it yet. Yeah, yeah, really. and they haven't introduced any of those characters. This is the first one, so you need to hit it harder because this is where we're yeah. kind of really getting into that. Yeah. Also, it um it stops a lot of weird like who are you moment. Like she knows everything. We don't have to explain anything Mm -hmm. like she's been following their career and him. And uh, and there's like some good comedy about like the like 
secretive brooding one isn't like cool anymore. There's like a weird <laughs> line about that. Yeah, she has she has thoughts about Hawkeye. She's the yeah, one. How, the she one literally person. like t- tells him how um he could like be branded to be cooler. <laughs> it's weird. That's a weird combo. Uh, and it's very one sided, which I think every conversation that we've seen oh. really is. Uh, I love when he asks her how old she is. And she's like, I'm 22. He's like, what are you, five? And she's like, I'm 22. He's like, same thing. Honestly, I'm not even joking <laughs> with you. When that line happened, uh-huh. I looked at my girlfriend and said, it's true. And we both agreed. <laughs> Just like, yeah. Totally. Like, when I was 22, I didn't feel that way. But now I know if you're 22, you're a child. Like, yep. uh-huh. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah. I was uh, I honestly wasn't even not 22 enough, in not 2012. Shows 22 year olds as like big children, and I like that about this show. That she's yeah, like... and she she's very childish in a lot of ways. Um, yep. So there's like a fun scene with her sh- uh, taking a bet and shooting a bell with a <laughs> bow with an arrow that uh with like a ball on it to uh huh make a clang and it's just like a pung, like you would think it would be yep. and they're like oh that's uh that's anticlimactic <laughs> it's just just a lot of uh fun like she it's just really to get her so she gets in trouble and yeah. has a talk with her mom it's, and to show us her doing a cool archery thing yeah exactly maybe she uh, does fucking it's so funny she wrecks that bell Oh, so bad. The whole <laughs> building like collapses essentially. It's so funny. Um, but yeah, a cool archery thing because a lot of the what you would call training montage is in the credit sequence, uh, using yes. like uh vector graphics and stuff. It's really, really neat and well done, I thought. Yeah. And mm-hmm. also we don't need to see all of that. Like, if we're in this, we kinda know not necessarily who Kate Bishop is, but like what part she's going to play in Mm -hmm. a thing called hawkeye (laughs) like we get it she's the other hawkeye she's the other Hawkeye. actually she's hawkeye and then there's hawk guy there's hawk guy (laughs) exactly (laughs) i think the more important thing we need to talk about in this episode is that it shows um barton hanging out with his kids at a christmas um play the Avengers musical. I think it's called like Rogers or something. <laughs> <laughs> and holy shit, that had me rolling. I was so happy watching that. It was very funny. <laughs> Mainly oh, because say, that guy wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, Ant Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I love that. The Hulk is a dude in a green hoodie. <laughs> uh huh. It's so good. Specifically, like, the play itself is hilarious if you are just, like, a fan of that shit and just, Mm -hmm. like, seeing a stupid, almost, like, childish parody of a really important event. In a way, I was thinking about this, too, where if you take the comparison to, like, 2012 was, like, a fucking terrible thing where, like... A whole lot of people died. Businesses, obviously, like the city was destroyed and shit. Uh-huh. Um, it would be like if somebody did a play of nine eleven. So, like, there's, I'm sure there's outrage about the fact that they're kind of making light of like one of the worst days ever. <laughs> 
but whatever. It was a weird, like, this was like a real bad day in their history. Why is there like a funny musical about this? But um, it's pretty good. There's, uh, yeah, it's called Rogers the Musical. I just looked it up. And yeah, there's Thor. Loki's there, obviously. Uh, Captain America. Hulk in his green hoodie. Uh, Black Widow, Iron Man, and Ant Man. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's so weird. I yeah the whole, the whole like Ant Man must have been there, right? He's supposed to have been small. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the juxtaposition of like the dumb thing happening and then just him being so unimpressed is just so good. That whole scene is just yeah. like. That might be alone worth watching the series for. It was I really enjoyed that. That tickled me. Um, but yeah, I get used I, to Hawkeye's hearing aid. Yeah, that's. I guess that's kind of like. Yeah. The important thing that happens there, he has a hearing aid yeah. that he turned off, so there's just like he's not listening to it or whatever. Yeah, that, that's another detail that was added in that 2012 comic. Hawkeye. Yo, it makes sense. Like totally. I, they kind of make mention of it later on, where it's like what caused that or whatever. It's like and then lots like a of bunch things. of there's a whole bunch of stuff. But like <laughs> when I first saw that, I was just like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. He's been shooting exploding arrows and like having aliens like buildings fall down around him, aliens exploding shit. Like he's yeah. basically the drummer. He's <laughs> like in a group of superhumans, he's a normal dude. Yeah. So yeah, that makes total sense that his hearing would be gone essentially. Uh-huh. I'm kind of surprised his eyesight isn't even also. Yeah. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, and then like I think there it cha- it changes. This is just showing him with his family, and there's like. I don't know. They're a happy family now, and I it I totally forgot Linda Cardellini is his wife. I was like uh-huh. obsessed with her growing up, so seeing her again was just like, oh yeah, her. I forgot she's in this because she wasn't for a bit. Yeah. Well, she got you know. snapped. She got snapped. Yeah. Uh, I really like their relationship too, because yes, she knows about what he is, and like, there's no secret. So yeah, there's like a point where he's saying like. I have a thing to do, and she's like, "Like, what type of job is it?" Like, yeah, it's cool. I really, really like that. They're, yeah, I'm like kind of sick he, of the, the hiding. He told her all about his Ronin stuff that he did while she didn't exist. Yeah, yeah, no, like I'm so sick of heroes hiding their shit from their loved ones, and when the yeah. loved ones are going to be affected by it, mm-hmm. like always. Um, so it's more interesting that's if good. The, those people know. Honestly, it is. It yeah, makes the story better. Yep, I agree. Because it's more real. You wouldn't yeah. hide that from somebody you're really close with. You just wouldn't, mm-hmm. and you couldn't. <laughs> Frankly, yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> you just couldn't. Let's uh, live with a literal skeleton, like Peter Parker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, on Kate's side, we learn that after she's having a talk with her mom that her mom is going out on a date with this uh, new guy that she's not very fond of named Jack, uh, Jack Duquesne, um, which 
I mean, people who know know who that is, but also they make a lot of mentions of like you started collecting swords recently or there's a lot of swords around. It's like, yeah. oh, okay. That so I didn't go into this knowing anything, so I was just uh-huh. like, What's swordsman doing in here? What? <laughs> <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> sure, I guess. And um the answer is so far not a whole hell of a lot. Uh he's like a driving plot point for something but he's kind of just hitting on the mom um and hanging out with her and kate does not like him at all which is fair because he's kind of a douche um but they have to go to a charity gala sort of thing and they do so and kate finds out that she's marrying him from his is it his old his grandfather or grand uncle or something i can't remember what their relationship is it's like an uncle or something uh armand uncle i think it's uncle uncle armand um yeah i'm not sure i'm I'm pretty sure that's what it is but anyways uh yeah so armand doesn't approve of this marriage obviously or whatever because he says some like kind of shitty things and then they leave She follows where they go because she wants to kind of know more about Jack or, like, what's going on with this after it seems like Armand is harassing or, like, threatening her mother she walks in on or, like, Mm -hmm. just kind of hears the end of. And there's this weird underground auction where somebody buys a dinosaur skull for $3 million, which is a steal (laughs) when you consider... I know people, like, I don't know them personally, but I know people here whose house is, like, worth more than that. (laughs) It seems weird to be able to buy a fucking Triceratops skull (laughs) for, like, an actual Triceratops skull for $3 million to just have in your house. But it's like a weird black market rich person auction that's going on. Um, The reason why this is important eventually we find out is because one of the things for auction is the gear that the Ronin had, um, specifically his sword, which gets Jack all hot and bothered because he's swordsman, even though they haven't said, (laughs) they haven't said it yet. He's the sword guy. He's sword man. (laughs) It's such a fucking dumb name. (laughs) It's such a stupid name. I wonder if he's going to have... He's all about t- swords, like Hawk Guy is all about hawks. Hawk Guy is, like, <laughs> almost better than Hawkeye in some ways, if you're, <laughs> depending which way you want to go with stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually wondering if they're going to have him in his uh, terrible swordsman outfit. Because I'm guessing no. I'm guessing it's going to be, like, just a blue like suit or something and not just the weird like mask yeah. or whatever but who knows who knows yeah, if... i mean the mcu does not tend to put minor villains like that in their in something that really looks like their suit in the comics i mean they didn't even put scarlet witch in hers <laughs> so, so yeah mm-hmm. yeah uh he buys the thing um there is an attack she wants to help out, so she steals one of the items that was just about to go up for auction, which is the Ronin's uh, suit, the attire, which is just the ninja suit or whatever, um, and then beats the hell out of 
the assailants who we find out i don't remember if we find out then or a little bit later that it was the tracksuit mafia which is a russian gang uh she escapes finds a stray dog and they discover that the armand dude the uncle or whatever was oh no she she breaks into armand's house to investigate what the hell was going on there and finds out that he's been killed by being stabbed in the back or whatever. It's like everything about this is so obviously pointing to who did it. It's like yes. a uh-huh. sword in the back. Uh-huh. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, I just like wanted... obviously they wouldn't know, but yeah. Also, I just want to note, like in the sh- in the show, they're called the Tracksuit Mafia. In the comics, they were called the Tracksuit Draculas. That's so much better. <laughs> That's so much better. <laughs> but they're pre- pretty much the same thing. They they just say bro a lot is their main thing, and they wear tracksuits. And I mean that's true to that's true to it. So yeah. that works. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, Barton is about to leave with his family for Christmas to go back home or to their cabin or whatever. Sees a report that the Ronin has returned, and um, basically finds out where like what's going on and rescues kate and that's kind of where that ends yeah um i think it even ends with like who the hell are you or whatever and it just like cuts to black him saying that he's like fucking it's a fucking kid god damn it yeah (laughs) i i think it ends with it's like oh my god like cliff barton or whatever he's like who the hell are you you're hawkeye Hawk guy, your hawk guy, <laughs> <laughs> and then he calls ferociously, and it cuts to black. <laughs> <laughs> the better ending, frankly, True. that's the better ending. Okay, um, in the first um, episode here, there's some cool parts. I really, really like that she. First of all, she like Kate knows that Jack is back. Bad news, and it's pretty obvious. If you have ever watched a movie, you would like look at him and be like, "Oh, he's a criminal because he has the mustache and he speaks <laughs> almost in riddles. He has a cadence to his voice. Like, yeah, he is a criminal." Uh-huh. And I like how he kind of that she knows that he has a thing about swords, obviously because he collects like shitloads of them and bought one there. And I like uh-huh. that she he, she kind of like questions him by like doing a fencing attack at him or whatever. Or is that later? That might be late. It's hard because... Fencing thing is in episode two. Okay. Okay. We'll talk about that part then. Yeah. Because I I like that part. The thing you didn't mention in episode one is the dog you were talking about. Well, I said she escapes, finds a dog, and then leaves. But the dog is great. (laughs) Yeah, we should talk about the dog. Pizza dog. Yeah, pizza dog. And uh, it's... It's really bad that she's just like, oh, yeah, you're hungry. You want pizza? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that's that, poor... that. So that one's that's just feels forced to me because yeah. like it's more organic that like the pizza thing in the comic. Um, OK, where it's like the dog is like 
just around the tracksuit mafia guys and hawkeye comes up as they're like saying no it's a mean dog and hawkeye's like no he's not he's a good boy see he likes pizza because that just happened to be what he had on him and the <laughs> dog eats it and then it's like likes hawkeye kind of hawkeye takes him in yeah comparatively it's pretty forwards where she's like oh here is a pizza yes here uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> it's like okay we get it yeah all right uh-huh. yeah okay fine fine whatever they just had to. Um, they had to do the thing. Yeah. That's important. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, I do find it funny too that uh, Cliff like sees the Ronin's return and is just like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> like, well, there goes Christmas. He basically knows <laughs> like right away that it's a bad. It's bad news. Uh, yeah. the The whole episode is kind of just meeting who these people are and specifically Kate though mm-hmm. it said it before, but the whole like beginning with um her shooting the arrow and like doing the little ping and then being like, I want a better thing. So she puts like caltrops on a fucking thing to like make it ring over and over again, which destroys the building. Uh-huh. That's just like, that's just fun. Good use of that character being young and stupid and like extraordinary. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's some good shit. And I, she's really I good also, at this. She does not know her limits. I also like that. Um, she's kind of like fucking useless, hand to hand. Like she can hold her own, and like, but a lot of the fight where she's fighting as the Ronin, she's escaping like attacks and like countering more than like actually doing anything because. Just, that's kind of not her thing. <laughs> like, yeah, she can mm. fight, but like, it's obvious that she's not like a super. When you actually see like Cliff do it, it's like, oh yeah, that's <laughs> obviously your guy. In comparison, yeah. like, it's almost weird that they thought that that was r- the Ronin. Or yeah, Ronin. I mean, it's also. <laughs> I also like how dumb, like how ill-fitting the costume is on her. Like how <laughs> yeah. dumb the the hood looks. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was wondering too, like, because even though it's ill-fitting, it still fits her weirdly more than it should, which makes me think: Is Hawkeye like tiny, or is she big? Because uh, Hawkeye's like, not. Uh, yeah, I think Hawkeye's small. Hawkeye's not that big. Yeah. Yeah. Jeremy okay. Renner is not a large person. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Um. Yeah, more than anything, just a really good. The play is awesome. It's very really, funny. it's just really cool to see Haley Steinfeld kind of like slip yeah. in to the MCU. I in like this way. when her mom tells her she laid laid out a red dress for her to wear to the party, and then she's wearing an all black suit, which happens to be like what the waiters are wearing because yes. that's just like the trope that always uh-huh. happens. It's yep. so good. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. Um, but moving on to episode two, because yes. that's kind of what happens right away is it just picks up exactly where it left off with, um, Barton helping her back to the apartment or escorting her back. Um, but she says they... she's the greatest archer in the world. And he's like, who says that you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I really like that she's just having like a really excited moment of yeah. uh just like meeting her hero essentially. Mm-hmm. Um 
that, yeah, no, I don't know. Their interaction together is cool. It's just fun to see one side that's super excitable and happy and just like, I mean, a kid, really. Yeah. Uh-huh. And the other side is just like, I fucking hate life right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> yep. I really hate this. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, it's it's a classic pairing. I mean, the odd couple is the odd couple for a reason. Mm-hmm. It works. Um, and yeah, he she takes him back to the apartment so that they can get the suit or sh- so she can take off the suit and give it to him or whatever. And he meets pizza dog and she's, she, he asks like, have you been anywhere? And she's like, no, I just came here to drop off the dog. And that's of course when a Molotov cocktail comes in because timing is everything. <laughs> and they start attacking. Well, they start yelling her name, Kate Bishop <laughs> yes. outside over and over. It's like, oh, well, and my name's on the front. They, they throw a Molotov cocktail, and Clint sees it coming, breaks the window, catches it, and throws it back at them. That part is so good. <laughs> it reminds me of the part in, um, it reminds me of the part in Home Alone Two: Lost in New York, where mm. Kevin McAllister is on the top of a building just throwing bricks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. It just reminds me of throwing stuff on the building in New York. Hitting, hitting people <laughs> on the street. Yeah, exactly. That's a, I mean, that's a really good part. Um, but the damage has been done. They can't get at the suit because that's exactly where the fire is, unfortunately, yeah. or whatever. And uh, they escape or they evacuate or whatever and had to leave it behind. Cliff says he'll be back later to get it, but they had to get her safe and she... Kate says, all my stuff. Yeah, all my (laughs) stuff. I have to say, she has, like, the worst living arrangement ever. That place does not look comfortable at all on top of a pizza parlor. No, that looks like a place she goes to hang out, but not actually where she lives. I'm pretty pretty sure that's their break room. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the pizza parlor's break room. Um, (laughs) So... They go to her aunt's place because her aunt is gone or whatever. Um, Cliff goes back to get it, doesn't find it, but sees one of the firefighter trucks has a LARP um, sticker on it, like a LARPing sticker or whatever. (laughs) And when I saw that, I was just like, oh, are they actually going there? (laughs) And yeah, sure enough. Um, he goes to a LARP event to win the suit back from a firefighter who stole it, essentially. Yup. <laughs> Named Grills. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that part is so fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. He has to play by the LARP rules. Yeah. Where if you're, if your torso is stabbed, you're dead. Yeah. And of course, nobody can hit him. <laughs> it's the, the LARP group that's all firefighters and cops. So you can't just like, it yeah. would be a fight if you wanted to actually just walk in there. They take that the rules seriously. Super seriously. And uh, yeah, everybody there just like guns for him instantly for some reason. But like, nobody's able to hit him because... He's a fucking superhero. <laughs> He's an Avenger. And there are, I mean, not to speak ill of 
are men in blue, but they're New York cops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what are they going to do? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that that whole part is just ridiculous for seeing Jeremy Renner LARP, <laughs> essentially. Yeah. It's, like, it's has... like slow motion as he's like blocking with this fake sword and just looks incredibly bored. <laughs> and he... Uh... <laughs> He has the LARPing armor that they give him. Uh-huh. <laughs> he just looks so stupid. <laughs> that whole part is absolutely ridiculous. Um, I can't remember when it happens in regards to this, but <clears throat> Kate uh, goes to talk to her mom about what's about Armand, um, the uncle's death, Armand the third. I just looked it up. I just couldn't remember which number it is. <clears throat> and um, Jack is there with her. They invite her for dinner at her house. At their at the mom's house, I should say. Mm-hmm. And I'm just... I know, like, it goes back and forth a little bit, but I'm just going to keep going on that train. They have dinner, sure. and she's kind of... Not grilling, but, like, talking to Jack about fencing uh, mm-hmm. because she was, like, a fencing championship winner of some year or whatever. And they get into a conversation about we should, like, I mean, show me what you got sort of thing if you're so fucking good. Mm-hmm. And Jack keeps letting her win, which it doesn't look like it to anybody who doesn't know fencing, but she keeps saying, like, you're holding back or whatever. And, of course, yeah. we know he is because he's sword man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's the uh, robot master, Mega Man. It's, Mega Man's wife tells he's him not to be mustache. worried about it. He's got the mustache, and he has a thousand swords or whatever. Um, <clears throat> and, yeah, I just really like that she's, like, trying to convince the mom that he's lying. So she just goes for a head stab at some uh-huh. point when his, with his guard down, and he just, like, easily parries and, like, tosses her sword down or whatever. And she's like, yeah. see? Like, he's obviously, like, <laughs> holding back or uh-huh. whatever. I just really, really like this idea, though. That like if she was wrong, she just murdered that man. <laughs> Stabbed him in the eye. Yeah. I'm sure that's something that like if you were fencing against somebody, you could probably feel them holding back their like I, I don't know, their repost or whatever. But to <laughs> to just blatantly attack them like that when their guard is down seems really brash in a way that she is, is crazy. She is- Fresh and headstrong and reckless. Like, if we didn't know he's sword man, that yeah. is really bad. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> like, that's not cool. It's real bad, but I thought that part was uh I thought that part was pretty neat, all things yes. considered. Um Okay, he <laughs> so Barton gets the suit back eventually by not winning the LARPing event by actually taking a fall and making Grills look like a hero for taking down the, the dude or whatever. <laughs> for taking down the Avenger or whatever. <laughs> they, t- like, cut a deal or whatever. Yeah. Um. And, yeah, I guess that's kind of when Barton puts it in his backpack or whatever and decides that he's going to pull as he says, a Romanoff move or whatever, and essentially get caught by the tracksuit mafia. Yeah. So they, they see the suit is in his thing, and he basically just wants to talk to the leader and 
like maybe strike a deal or I don't know, murder everybody. I don't know what the fuck he was planning on doing, but he's going to get caught with the suit so that they leave mm-hmm. her alone because right now they are just like, oh, Kate Bishop is obviously Ronan yeah. or whatever, who is, I guess, we didn't really talk about it. The reason why this is important is because Ronan has been terrorizing the New York City crime underground, which includes the tracksuit mafia and, like, others yeah. for years. <laughs> like, almost wiping all of them out completely yeah so they has like a ton of enemies so yeah you want to get the ronin yeah so when kate bishop's name is somehow associated with that suit like she's going to die they're going to find her and kill her essentially Mm -hmm. which is what he's doing all of this for um so he gets caught on purpose uh kate is part of the biggest security firm ever so she's trying to like find out where cliff is because she tries calling him somebody answers and says like he's not available right now in like a raspy voice or whatever yeah um she triangulates where his phone is because that's realistic while she's like in a cab yeah. and um there that's kind of like the setup for the last scene where Cliff gets himself caught and is in Tracksuit Mafia headquarters or whatever, or like some building where everybody is. And uh, he easily breaks out of their handcuffs during questioning. And he's just like, listen, I just want to talk to whoever's in charge. She breaks through (laughs) the ceiling uh, skylight because she's, I don't know, sitting on it or something. I don't know what the fuck she was doing. (laughs) Yeah, she climbed on top and then falls through yeah and then they captured both of them now now there's a problem because they like made sure he can't get out she's also involved and it ends with um one of the members of the mafia or whatever going to the boss who is echo and there's like a cool scene of her like holding her hand on the speaker that's blaring music or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think the way they introduce Echo is super neat <laughs> in this for that, like, split moment. Yeah. And that's kind of how that ends. So we don't know what's happening yet. But, yeah, overall, pretty cool show. Um, yeah. What do you think of, like, is there anything specific you want to focus on for... Um. It was just it was fun, and I like uh, Kate and Clint's dynamic of him yeah. fucking hating everything and her being incredibly headstrong. I just like that shit. Yeah, it's weird because um, when we were talking about Phantom Falcon and Winter Soldier, not Phantom. The Phantom yeah. is a completely different comic property that never went anywhere. Um, <laughs> Falcon and Winter Soldier, there's a lot of lore stuff we could talk about. There's a lot of, like, and then this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened. Like, a lot of stuff happened. I think the reason you come to this show is literally for the dynamic between Kate and Clint. Um, Yeah. So it's hard to really get that across in, like, recapping what happened. Because not a whole lot happened, honestly. Sure. uh, Here. Yet. I'm sure stuff will. And... I know who is attached to this thing, 
so I know more will <laughs> soon. Yeah. Because uh, a but major like so far, like the stakes yet. are just way lower. They're super low. Yeah. There's kind of none. Like there is now, but yeah. there kind of wasn't <laughs> until like now. This, yeah, the stakes were Kate Bishop's family stuff, and he's probably in trouble. It's in over her head. And then Clint has Larkin. somehow roped in actual Hawkeye into this nonsense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, even in the family stuff, there like important stuff is happening. Sword Man killed his uncle. Yeah. Uh. So, <laughs> the, the the stakes for Clint are: Will he be able to get home for Christmas? The, he promised yo, his daughter he would be home. There's literally like a part where. <laughs> His wife is like, well, you got, like, five days or whatever. (laughs) Uh He he actually has, like, a countdown timer going on. Yeah. I love that those are his stakes. Like, actually, it's just he wants to be home for Christmas. This shit's in his way. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I don't think you can get somebody as good as uh, Tony Dalton or whatever for uh for sword man just that shit eating grin <laughs> just, yeah. he, he looks like such a just like slimy piece of shit he's so smarmy um, it's pretty great it's pretty great yeah uh actually there's a decent amount of latino representation here maya lopez as echo seems like cool so far but we haven't really yeah. seen her do anything yet um yeah that'll be next episode we'll get more yeah since that's literally where we left off yeah obviously jeremy renard's good as uh hawkeye i i can't say enough i really like Haley steinfeld uh she's been doing some great shit recently i'm a big fan so yeah i really like her in this role so far i'm i'm pleased because that's literally one of my favorite comic characters and she's doing a good job and it's yeah. just really cool to see one of like these more modern characters like getting a a big role in one of these MCU things because that's yeah like, I just I have strong feelings about that stuff. I'm super sure. Stoked. She's Legacy been f- she's been fucking killing it, dude. Like yeah. years and years ago, she was the kid in True Grit, which is I think the first thing I've ever seen her. In or whatever, yeah. and then like nothing forever. But she's a uh, Spider Gwen in uh, Spider Verse, mm. and yeah. she's also in that Charlie's Angels movie, which I didn't see. But it doesn't seem like she played a big role either, the mm-hmm. like new one. Mm-hmm. So, but like she's been doing fucking awesome, and I yeah. really like her in this. So I hope she continues to do more. Yeah, I mean, I thought she should have been nominated for Best Actress for True Grit. And she, but because she's a child, she was in like best supporting or something. She was really on, good in that movie. She was to the point where I forgot. I hate child actors. I forgot yeah. she was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck, she's so good. I really, really like her. Um, that's kind of it, <laughs> honestly. Like everybody else is an okay support. I don't like her mom very much, but I don't feel like because our gaze is supposed to be that of Kate's and like what she's like experiencing. 
I don't think she likes her mom very much. So her mom seems written that way where we're not really supposed to like her because I think her her mom might be evil. (laughs) I think there's a very good chance her mom is also evil or like her mom's just like a blind idiot. (laughs) Like, I don't understand how you don't understand. I, I don't get how you don't tell your like 22 year old daughter you're getting remarried. (laughs) Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I I just really like Vera Farmiga generally. So okay, fair enough. I mean, she plays the role fine. I just hate that character. <laughs> yeah. But again, I'm pretty sure I'm supposed to. Yeah. Um, I. So you never watched Black Widow in its entirety yet, right? Or did you? No, I got to the part where they play a terrible cover of Smells Like Teen Spirit, and I turned it off and have not gone back yet. Yeah, it's easily the worst part of that movie. But the thing I wanted to bring up is I'm really excited to see how Florence Pugh is because she's fucking phenomenal in that movie, mm-hmm. yeah. in that role. And I want to see like what role um, Elena plays mm-hmm. in this because she is attached to it as a big part of it. I mean, she's in four out of the six episodes, so, okay. and she hasn't been yet. Right. <laughs> right. I should, I'll, I'm going to watch Black Widow before the next episode then. Yeah, um, I mean, good luck. <laughs> if you skip that song, it gets better. But Yeah, I, I mean, think... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start it after that. I, I remember what happened in the beginning. That movie's not good. It just is. As a... So I I realized too late that the reason it's called Black Widow is because it's the origin story of young Black Widow. Uh-huh. It's not Scarlet's Black Widow is dead and that movie is not about her. And yeah. I was under the impression maybe it would be. So she does nothing important. It's all about Florence Pugh and that and gotcha. that makes sense cuz She's Black Widow now. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyways, I'm excited to see what she does. I'm really excited to see how they do Echo, especially because they're making a spin-off series of Echo. Um, So that's weird. Like, knowing that they're probably not going to kill her, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, because she's yeah. going to have her own spin-off. And that's kind of weird to n- just have that meta knowledge. <laughs> But I don't know. Whatever. I get. I guess it doesn't really matter. They don't kill anybody in these fucking things anyway. And if they do, it's comics. They yeah. nothing dies. So whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think they actually show Ronan become a thing again, or like a new vert? They they're u- obviously using this to springboard people. Um, like. Hawkeye is going to come out of this, like actual Hawkeye. Yeah. Um. Uh, Black Widow is part of it, so, but she's already been uh, pushed in. Seems like Echo is going to have some stuff associated mm-hmm. with her, which is weird to me. But I mean, they're making a Moon Knight thing, so maybe it's not that weird. Um. But do you think they actually like? I'm just trying to think of what they do. Do they take Swordman and make him Ronin for a while? At some point? 
Or did the, is he going to just stay sword man and like, I don't yeah. know, just be kind of a pain in the ass? <laughs> I think this is going to be a pain in the ass. Yeah, I kind of think so too. Again, I almost, hmm. I kind of think he's too obvious. I feel like yeah. Farmiga's character is going to be the real villain. That's like a really interesting... Like, what do you think she is or is going to do or whatever? Like, what's what's the thing? What's the uh, what's the theory that is going to happen? You think, if you have anything? Um. So, so the the hardcore, like, if if she were to be a character, is she would be like a very different from comics, but a version of uh, the character Madame Mask. Okay. Who's a, who's a villain in that Hawkeye run? Okay. Hmm. That could be interesting. Okay. But that's has just she based on Fair Formiga being such a star? <laughs> it's like too big a star for just being for a character. side character. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, I guess I didn't really consider that. Interesting. Uh, she hasn't really shown that she, I guess that doesn't mean anything. I was going to say she hasn't really shown that she's proficient in anything though, which is what is like kind of throws me off. But I mean, again, if she was good at being a villain, (laughs) she wouldn't, I guess, until it mattered. Huh? That could be interesting. What do you, okay. Let's say she is, what do you think her mask looks like? (laughs) Oh man, yeah, I have no idea. Hmm. Do you think it like stays gold, or do they like? I don't know. Make it more like. Do they do like a weird, creepy, like J horror, like just white blank face or something? Like, yeah. do they go with that, or do does it stay kind of like gold of some sort? I think it had. I would think you just do like gold CG. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. What is even her like powers? I don't. I don't know that she even has powers beyond like spy shit. Really. Oh, okay. Sure. Okay. I wasn't sure if she yeah, had she has, like. Yeah, Madame Mask has no superhuman abilities. Okay. More okay. like, you know, she has normal, like, fighting ability of a normal human who is a supervillain or whatever, or sometimes hero, I think. Yeah, that's the problem with comics is that everybody's either a <laughs> villain or a hero at some point, depending yeah. on what run it is. <laughs> I think she dated Iron Man. Who hasn't, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> who has it that's an interesting theory I really like that I hope you're right yeah. because yeah I didn't really think about it that is too big of a name to just have as like and she plays the mom that's in for five minutes yeah what? <laughs> okay <laughs> alright sure I guess the, All right, cool. the other mm-hmm. prediction thing is just something I'm keeping on is just 
because one of the really notable issues of the Hawkeye comic run mm-hmm. is that they did an issue that was entirely from Pizza Dog's perspective. Like it had no oh, dialogue. Man. It was all like like using little symbols to like show like what he was could smell and stuff. Or, oh, or was man. hearing. Like it was just it, it, an issue that was entirely done from his perspective. So I'm I'm wondering if they'll if they'll do a thing like that just because that that was such a big part of like the story around that run was how good an issue that was. I just wanted to look up something and I got this page that says what pizza dogs or Lucky's powers and abilities are. (laughs) (laughs) And his powers are Lucky is a baseline dog with powers and abilities common to his species, but his weaknesses are decreased visual perception due to his missing left eye, poor health due to pizza heavy diet, (laughs) (laughs) which I thought was just really, really good. Oh, poor health. Yeah. Same, though. <laughs> mm-hmm. I want to read that run so bad. That sounds great. <laughs> I highly recommend it. It's really good. I that really like great. The, the, the art in it, too. It's like... It has, like, a flat look, and it's kind of minimal in colors. It's, like, it's really cool. Cool. Also, there's a shot of... The Hawkeye being shot at as he's naked, jumping out over a bed, and there's like the classic Hawkeye head to cover his junk. That's just hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I think it's what's the the quote is like, everything sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. There's also like some scene of like uh Kate telling him what like the situation he's like drinking coffee straight from the pot and he's like when you well when you put it like that it just sounds stupid <laughs> <laughs> oh man is there do you I guess like we should probably start wrapping up is there a way or like is there an actual video of the full Rogers the musical do you know like obviously you could just like cut that part out, but I know the audio they put out the audio, but I don't know. Oh, don't that's pretty good too. Yeah. Jeez. Alright, cool. Uh is there anything you wanna wrap up with or final thoughts? No, I I think I got to everything. What is all Yeah. Honestly I, not I'm, a whole I'm, lot. I'm su- I'm super happy. Cause yeah. I would I got super excited when it became clear that like they were adapting that Hawkeye run with this show because it Mm -hmm. was just so clearly the thing if you're going to make a Hawkeye the only reason to make a Hawkeye show is to adapt that run and to introduce uh, Kate Bishop so I'm pretty happy sure and like we've been getting teased about Young Avengers stuff so long it's great to finally just have one of them and that the one they're doing is like kind of my favorite one anyway so if they don't get to the rest of it I'm also kind of okay sure uh do you think they do have like a training moment obviously clint is gonna like tell her things here and there but do you think they have like a this is the moment where their torch is being passed or whatever or do you think they just kind of skip it because it's obvious that kate is so fucking proficient it kind of doesn't matter (laughs) 
I think it's a letter. Like, it's little things she needs. Like, the scene of him teaching her how to properly bandage a wound. Yeah. Like, that yeah, shit, that's I, a I good love scene. that. I love that when he's like, we have to get supplies and then just go to, like, a quarter store. <laughs> yeah, stuff. and get, like, polysporin. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's, like, a whole thing, too, where it's just, like, what about, like, trick arrows or something? He's like, there's no trick arrows. <laughs> Like uh, I've seen the trailers, there, there are going to be trick arrows. Also, there are. <laughs> I've seen you put a arrow shaft into a thing where it a- activated a fucking like thermal detonator device <laughs> that you shot. Like fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> With his... he's, he's just lying on that one. But I yeah. do like that. Like Tony sold the Avengers Mansion. Like that's not a thing anymore. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good line. He's like, that's sad on so many levels. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, there's some real good stuff there. Also, it was kind of cool seeing like the stupid stuff from 2012 at the very beginning again with like the Avengers building and the distance and him shooting down a bunch of dudes with his bow. I don't know. That it's always kind of like a nice like remember when moment seeing that stuff. It's also just like that's the power of the budget of these MCU shows. They could just have the biggest climactic scene from that movie, but from a different angle. <laughs> yeah, in the show, in this TV show. Yeah. <laughs> On top of everything else they're doing. All right. Well, I'm. I'm satisfied. I'm looking forward to the next one, actually, which is not something I said about Falcon and Winter Soldier. And I kind of thought I wasn't going to say about this one, but uh, I think they're doing a lot of this right. And they're doing Kate uh, justice, I feel. So I'm happy. Yeah, totally. I'm, I'm cool. excited for more Kate. All right. So we'll uh, we'll meet again soon, and we'll talk about episode three. Stay tuned. The battle's just begun. We'll conquer the Chitauri. Let you swarm when we're done. Just how will we fight them? We'll do it as a team. First, unleash your lightning. Then, Natasha, that's your cue. Yeah.